Yelich sends one to right center and deep. Get up! Get up! Get out of here and go! For Yelich! He has tied the game with a booming home run. He got it all. Tied up 4-4 on a big home run the pitch. Ryan Braun sends it to right center and deep. Get up! by following Reviewing the Brew and Wisconsin Sports Heroics on Twitter. Trevor, my cheesehead-loving buddy, is not joining me here today. He is the host of the Packers Trilogy Podcast and can be found on Twitter at Thunder underscore Trevor. But here today, I am going to do an emergency podcast because Orlando Arcia was traded away from the ball club today. And it was very, very shocking when I learned that he was A, traded to the Braves, and B, this early in the season. (laughs) So two very shocking moves there for me. This is not your typical time where you see trades going down. Apparently it was rumored that the Braves had been interested in RC in the past, and David Stearns just found a deal which he could not pass up apparently and pulled the trigger today here At that time, they were just four games into the regular season, so they get two pitching prospects in return out of the Braves organization, one of which was the number 12th ranked prospect in the system. Most of this went down in the early afternoon here on Tuesday, April 6th, and it really came out of nowhere. It's your typical Brewer-type move where all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're in trade talks, and then like 20 minutes later, boom, the trade is official and then players' names are being announced. But for me, it was it was a really rather weird way <laughs> to find out. I ended up working through the lunch period, so I don't even know like when these rumors first came out today at all or anything, but didn't get a chance to check the Twitter machine at all or anything. And at the end of my workday at 4.30, I was leaving and getting ready to go to my second job and decided to check Twitter in between as I was walking out to my car and Pulled up my Twitter notifications and I wanted to clear those out and naturally scrolled to the bottom one. And my good buddy Nate on Twitter, all it says is at Tyler Kurth, Brewers trade Arcia to Braves. And I'm like, what's like, no way that that can't be real. So naturally I go up what Adam McAlvey said and what the Brewers website said. And I'm like, huh, he wasn't kidding. So apparently Nate was on the ball. He had to have been like one of the first people who like when they're I would say credit goes to first reported by like good job Nate you were on the ball obviously not the case but thanks for keeping me in the loop I appreciate that and it's good to have people looking out for you to keep you up to date even though I couldn't even look until about four hours after the trade happened but uh, the kind of consensus I've gotten from the fans so far is that I've heard mixed re- mixed reviews 
Obviously, it's tough when you're losing a fan favorite and someone who provides as much energy and spark on a day-to-day basis as Orlando Arcia. Brandon Woodruff today compared him as similar to Brett Suter in the dugout, just always able to keep guys upbeat. One of those guys who just provides positivity and you always want on your ball club, even though that's an intangible that's not necessarily measured on baseball reference or stat cast or anything like that. It is important that other players take notice of that, the manager takes notice of that, and fans, we take notice of that as well. So that is all very tough, but reality in the end we knew Orlando Arcia was not the answer at shortstop. Yes, he had a better season in 2020. That gave us maybe a little bit of hope, but he's never been able to consistently put together offensive performances like we would have liked. And even from a defensive standpoint, when he was first coming up in the league, we were just so impressed with his range and his strong throwing arm and just his ability to get to plays that we hadn't seen other shortstops do. But that was 2016, early 2017, and then it kind of seemed like he wasn't making as many of those plays anymore. And then they brought Luis Urias in to contend for it last year, and unfortunately due to injuries, that competition never ended up happening. And then spring training rolled around, and they wanted to get an extended look at Urias. So he stayed there all spring training at shortstop, which made sense. And then, boom, today he was traded. So really rather rapid turn of events here. But we know from an offensive standpoint, as I was, got sidetracked there, Arcia, in his six years in the MLB, this is his sixth year, just has not impressed. He has a 244 career batting average. His on-base percentage throughout his career is 293, 364 slugging, and 658 OPS. When you put that in terms of OPS plus throughout his career, that is 72, so very much well below average. So then the question becomes, well, was this a good trade for what they got in return in terms of the two pitching prospects? So we'll dive into them here a little bit. They're both right-handed relievers, Patrick Weigel and Chad Sabotka. Not going to pretend to know if I pronounce either one of those right. I just learned about both of these guys today, much like most of us did. But Weagle is the Braves, or was the Braves, 12th prospect according to MLB Pipeline. He was a higher rated prospect, has had a history of Tommy John, has the stuff to start, but long term it kind of sounds like how his command plays out here is going to depend upon what he ends up becoming. Sounds like he might be on the fast track to a reliever, but he's a very, very good option to have out of the Brewers' bullpen. He does have an option left, so he would be able to be shuttled back and forth here this year in particular if the Brewers do indeed decide to call him up to the majors or not. Then the second pitcher was Chad Soboka. He spent parts of each of the last three seasons in the Braves' bullpen, 2018 was that first season. It was really good that year and then kind of faltered in 2019 and 2020. So definitely looking for a rebound there out of Saboka. But like I said, he has options as well too. 
And then if I break this down a little bit further here, I'll bounce back to Weagle again here. He is just 26 years old. His grades, according to MLB Pipeline, he has a 45 grade overall. His fall is graded out the highest at 60, 55 on the slider, 50 curveball, 50 changeup. And then Sabotka, who is going to be 28 this summer, like I said, has been in the bullpen. He has 50 career total appearances, a career 5.36 ERA, a FIP of 4.92, as an above-average fastball, average slider, and a career 28.8 K percentage. And is one of those guys who possesses a really high fastball spin rate. So when I say an above-average fastball, that's that's where it comes in. The Brewers like their high spin rate guys, and Svoka definitely fits that bill as one of those players. And looking towards what this means for the Brewers roster and playing time going forward right now, well, obviously this means Luis Rios is going to be the man, especially for the short term. You heard me rattle off Orlando Arcia's offensive stat line earlier. He has to be better, <laughs> and Luis Rios is graded it out as a prospect was supposed to be a much better hitter than Orlando Arcia was ever viewed as, but he just hasn't found that success in his very limited MLB experience here in Milwaukee in particular. Obviously, this is a very, very small sample size. Urias is batting 227, has a 303 on base percentage, a terrible 286 slugging, and then a 589 OPS. When you put that to OPS plus, it is 61. And then when you combine his Milwaukee stats with his stats with the Padres in their organization, it's a lot of the same. 223 batting average, 313 on base percentage, 317 slugging, 630 OPS, 71 OPS plus. So that OPS plus, they're very similar between these two guys. Obviously, Orlando Arcia has gotten a lot more of at-bats and a lot more experience in that regard. Luis Urias is literally just cracking the surface still here. Throughout his four-year career, he's only logged 434 plate appearances. That's not even a full season if you're an everyday starter. So a lot to be found out about Urias yet. And that's kind of like the scary part. Like, what if Luis Urias does not pan out here this year? What if these dreadful stats continue? Like, the Brewers are going to have to do something at shortstop if that's the case. And, yeah, sure, it was kind of nice to have Orlando Arcia's that security blanket. But like I said, we knew he wasn't the answer. So I get why they ended up making the trade. But now you look deep into the farm here and you're like, huh. Well, who are they going to call upon if we need another shortstop all of a sudden? Bryce Terang, I think, is a few years away from getting into the MLB. He needs to develop more in the minors. We saw that based off his play in spring training and summer camp last year. So Bryce Terang, I do not think, is an option. You don't want to rush him up here to the major leagues and and make a mistake that in that regard. So Terang is out, and he's by far the best prospect that we have at the shortstop position currently so then it's like okay who else do you have I mean Daniel Robertson's currently on the 40-man roster do you really want him playing an extended time at shortstop no he's a good utility guy and I think that's where he should 
end up playing. Um, you take a look at like some MLB ready guys in AAA, Zach Green and Pablo Reyes, but Green's more of a corner infielder. Reyes can be a kind of more utility type guy. Spent a lot of time at third base during spring training. I don't even know if he's ever played shortstop, to be honest. So I don't think he would be a good option. So at that point, you're really left with, if Luis Urias does not make any headway here offensively, you're going to have to trade for somebody. (laughs) And, of course, a friend of the podcast, Jack Stern, when I propose this question on Twitter, automatically comes back and says, well, they're just going to trade for Trevor Story. Duh. (laughs) And I responded with, well, yeah, I heard the Rockies are giving away they're superstar players for low-level prospects. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> so little knock on the Nolan Arenado trade there. Uh, but uh, will a Trevor Story trade ever happen? Lord knows. I don't know. I wouldn't get your hopes up for that by any means. And shortstops are just hard to trade for, right? Especially offensive-minded ones. So the Brewers are really banking on Urias finding a stride here and as they were mentioning on tonight's broadcast in the Brewer game when they were talking about it sometimes just knowing that you're going to get an extended look knowing that you're the man instills some confidence in you it doesn't make you rush like oh if I go 0-3 tonight and I strike out two or three times there's a chance I might not be playing the next day nope that is not the case with Luis Sirius at this point he's going to get at least a good month or two here barring any injuries, to just work through it, whatever happens. He could go 0 for the next 25, and yeah, maybe he'll get a mental day in there, but then he'll be right back out there again. So we're going to have to kind of go through these bumps here with Urias and discovering what he is as an MLB hitter, because that's what the Brewers have committed to with this trade, and is really kind of the only concerning part I think with a trade this early in the season because now you don't have Orlando Arcia as that security blanket we knew he wasn't the man I'm just going to reiterate that again but now you're put in a do or die situation here with Urias so hopefully Urias does not fall upon one of the extremes like I had been talking about where he just does absolutely terrible you you want him to be somewhere in the middle, right? Because if he all of a sudden just starts tearing it up and we get our expectations too high, we'll probably be crushed. <laughs> That's just how it typically happens with the Brewers. That's a shortstop position when he finally regresses to a mean. So you want to see him do well is kind of the point I am getting at here with Urias now. So we are all really serious fans here for the foreseeable future. It is very, very sad to see Orlando Arcia go. Again, he was a big fan favorite here for many people, despite his offensive struggles throughout the years. We'll always remember him for his playoff performances, <laughs> that's for sure. He is the franchise leader in home runs right now, so that's a fun fact that we can spit out uh, once we reach the postseason here again this season. <laughs> Not to jinx ourselves here or get ahead of myself, but I'm always optimistic like that. So definitely lots of fun takeaways from Orlando Arcia. I think if I had to pick one play that just stands out the most to me, oh man, some of his playoff performances stick out to me, but there's there's a play, it would have been in like 2017 maybe, back when Corey Knable was racking up a bunch of saves in a game against the Pirates where he 
just displayed tremendous range going to his left on a ball that was hit up the middle, and that was going to be the the winning run or the tying run for the Pirates at that time, and Urias just full-out sprinting for it, is able to get it, does a full 360 spin, and I believe it was a one-hop where he threw to whoever was playing for his base at that time. It was Thames or Aguilar, whoever it was. Um, that play I actually made my one of my top 10 plays of the decade when we were doing that. So that play sticks out to me, and, and that just kind of shows you the things we will miss with Orlando RC on each and every given day. He, he can still turn heads like that with his defensive play, and, and yes, sometimes with his offensive play. But I saw already that the Atlanta Braves optioned him to the alternative training site, so that was really kind of confusing. But he'll be one guy that we'll want to watch, and we'll probably see him again, especially now that he's staying in the National League. Definitely be, will be a guy who I keep rooting for, despite him not being in a Brewers uniform. But that is going to wrap us up for this emergency podcast here. Let me know some of your favorite Orlando Arcia moments. Hit me up on Twitter. Comment when I post out the podcast here. Would love to hear them because we're all deep down inside slightly devastated that he is now gone if you were just not a fan of his offensive game yes then you're not terrified or you're not sad or upset that he's gone but you'll still miss him i know you will so let me hear your comments on him again this was an emergency podcast so i will have my normal series recap with the cubs coming out that will come out on thursday morning once that's Uh, series wraps up so make sure you are staying tuned for that and i will talk to you later brew fans